This is Together 24-7, episode 102. I have a great new idea for a new contest. I know you do. Tell me about it. Okay, so we want to promote you guys, our listeners, and we want to promote your business. So what do you win in this contest? You win a commercial on our podcast that'll be run for four straight Monday episodes. And it's really forever because like embarrassing pictures on Facebook, it's going to be forever like on a podcast. And you can enter in one of three ways. Way number one is to go to iTunes, rate and review us, take a screenshot of your rate and review, and email it to us. And the next way is either in iTunes or Google Play Music, subscribe to our podcast. And again, take a screenshot showing that you subscribe to it and email us. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at together247.net. The third way to enter is to go to the website, www.together247.net, and sign up for our newsletter. So go ahead, enter the contest, and keep your fingers crossed, because we know somebody's going to be a winner each and every month. Good luck. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen. Showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to Together 24-7. I am your co-host, Barry Cohen. I'm your other co-host, Catherine Cohen. Did I sound good when I said that? Did yes. I sound like a radio personality? You have a face for radio. I do? Yes. You married this face. I know. <laughs> Who's our guest today, Catherine? <laughs> Samantha Bordelon Karim and Soral Karim. And Which we hope you pronounced properly. No, I think I did because I put little notes over here. Yeah. You put the emphasis on I, the right syllable? Yes. I hate that one. I really, I got to slap that joke out of you. Anyway, uh, Samantha and Soral uh, own Pino's Palette. So yeah. it is a paint and sip studio. And we've done. Uh, we've done this before in the house. You've done this. I, right. So I the, went out with the boys. Yeah, the guys sat in the backyard and smoked cigars, and the girls sat in the living room and did this sort of thing, and we had food and a few people who didn't drink, but we don't associate with those people anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the, these things are fun. So you uh, you paint, and you are you guys a BYOB, or is it uh, or do you have the the liquor license and you serve drinks there? We are BYOB, but you still have to register with the uh, liquor license department saying that you're an unlicensed location. So we still get monitored, but everyone gets to bring in their own. And yeah, and these are fun, especially if you get a good group of people and everybody brings something different. And nobody has any artistic talent whatsoever. And, well, let exactly. me tell you, after a little <laughs> alcohol, everybody's an artist. No, everyone thinks they're an artist. As long as you know, hey, my picture is still hanging on the wall in our bedroom. So you think you I'm going to take it down? You'll hit me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's cool about it is most people think that it's a girls' night out only. But we have a few boyfriends or husbands that get dragged into it. And about fifteen, like about fifteen minutes in, is when you see them fully concentrated and their tongue sticking out the side of their mouth, and they're like, "Shh, don't talk to me, I'm painting." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Samantha and Soral, you guys have been married since two thousand nine. You dated in college, so you're together uh, ten years. You guys uh, got together in two thousand and six. 
So actually we met in 2003 and then we had the typical college romance off and on, off and on for uh, a while. And then we rekindled our love in uh, early 2009, late 2008. And then we got married. So we say 10 years, but we've known each other since 2003. All right. So you guys have been, you guys have been at it for quite some time. And wait, 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 hold on a second. <laughs> it was the, the comment was a, the typical college romance. My college, it was ninety-five, ninety-six percent dudes. There was no typical that's, romance there. Okay, that's why you go outside of college because my college was about ninety to ninety-five percent female, five percent male, five to ten percent male, and of the male population, about ninety percent were gay or bisexual. So you oh, had wow. you had an issue. That's why you go outside of the college to date, honey. That's why I had an issue. That's why you had an issue. All right, let's get back to our guests, shall we? So you guys have a little girl. She's six years old, Savina. Yes, little light in our eye. Little light in your eye, yeah. So you both talk about how you uh, love your family and your daughter steals your heart with her smile. Yeah. Yeah, she's delicious looking. Oh, (laughs) How cute. Uh, you both love to travel. And Samantha, you even said you like to travel with your parents. Yeah, we have traveled, uh, Saral and I and Samina have traveled with my parents several times. And it's always an adventure. My mom is just as quirky as I am. So I guess I get it from her. And my dad's got the best dry sense of humor ever. So uh, it's very awkward at moments in time, which makes me love him even more. So they definitely add a different level of experience when we travel with them. Yeah, for sure. So we've traveled with my in-laws a few times. The only advantage is we usually travel with them with it, with them to Italy. And well, I have a language advantage. That's the only them. reason they bring you along. That's Otherwise, right, they just the take me and leave you home. <laughs> Probably, probably. <laughs> and Soral knows how to make you laugh. That is so sweet. Aww. I know. Twinkle yeah. in my eye, too. Twinkle. It's what I do. I mean, I can't rely on this uh, radio face, so uh, I have to rely on my personality. I feel <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> All right. So you guys, um, one of your goals is to travel somewhere for six months, learn the language, get a better understanding of the culture, and then come back. I'm hoping that uh, being here in Phoenix, Arizona, that's where your studio is located, and we're going to have the exact location for our uh, Valley of the Sun listeners. So traveling the new culture, it's going to be the bayou? That's a new culture as well, but I don't think that's And a new language. And a new language, whole new language. But so uh, I'm hoping you travel in the summertime and, and stay here in Phoenix in the winter. It's probably your best bet. Oh, I wish we're here. We're here often, uh, all year long. <laughs> we do. We do but, have an anniversary yeah. trip every June, which does take out of the summer, uh, take us out of the summer heat for about a week or two. Excellent. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So you're going to eventually travel, keep tabs on the business, keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our goal is to like, so Saral's family is from Bangladesh and my mother is uh, from Vietnam. So one of the things we would love to do is live for six months in both of those countries so we can acquire the language more. Our daughter has learned a lot about those languages, but she doesn't have a good grasp on it yet. So that's part of the goal of living somewhere else for six months is to really get accustomed to their culture, the language, really creating it to be our own. And there's so many beautiful places in the world. It's hard to just stay in one spot for very long. So, Yeah. And one of our financial goals is to, in order to do something like that, to live in a different country for six months at a time, 
you kind of got to have um, a way to make money without being somewhere or trading your time for money, like working a job, for example. So um, we want to be financially free, which just just you know simply means whatever money we make passively equals our expenses every month, and we want to get there um, by thirty five. By the age of thirty five. Yeah, by the age of thirty five. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a great goal to have. Um, so I'm going to take back what I said just a minute ago. You probably <laughs> want to go to Bangladesh and Vietnam in the winter time because yeah. I think not only is it hot, like here it's hot in the summer, but it's a dry heat and and people make fun of us when we say it, but it really does make a difference. Oh, there it's hot, sticky, and I'm and, sure the bugs yeah. are the size of birds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mosquitoes yeah. become your best friend and you start talking to them and yeah you know making yeah. pals yeah i much prefer our oven yeah oh yeah and any day of the week <laughs> but samantha you've learned that asking for help is not a sign of weakness and gosh we tell we tell entrepreneurs that all the time it's not a sign of weak weakness it's a sign of persistence it's a sign of being smart if you don't if you know what you don't know and you get somebody in there i think that's great um You'd rather have a lot of people who are smarter than you working with you. And, and that's, that's smart, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've learned uh, many times when I don't ask for help, usually things go south very quickly. And then you end up beating yourself up. And there's that guilt train that comes along. And I'm a failure as a business owner, blah, 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 all that head trash that we keep talking, you know, and uh, saying to ourselves. And not that I'm saying it has stopped, but it definitely has reduced a great deal. So, um, that was one of the things that Sorrel and I agreed upon is when we went into business, as soon as we could, we'd hire the people who are smarter than us to be on our team so they could advocate for us. So I wouldn't do my own payroll because I'm not a professional in payroll. You know, I wouldn't really do all of my marketing because I'm not a professional in marketing. I'm a professional at my own personality, you know, and my strengths and networking. And so those are the things I like to do. But outside of that, I know where my downfalls are. And I, you know, if I can contribute to someone else's business by hiring them, then why not, you know, so we can make it a mutual partnership too. And I think it works out cheaper. That's, that's one of the, (laughs) yeah, it really does. You know, Everybody who's bootstrapping and, and starting in business and, oh, my gosh, I can't afford this. Oh, my gosh, I can't afford that. I have to do it myself. I have to do it myself. No, you don't. Because the 10 hours that it's going to take you to do it is going to be an hour and a half for somebody else. And, you know, what they're charging you and freeing up that 10 hours for you, so worth it because you can do what you need to do. So that's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Now, both of you say that uh, um, you are not artists and you don't drink. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> this was interesting. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have really any artist background in us. I do dance uh, professionally and Sorrel is a pharmacist by trade. However, as far as painting goes, drawing goes, yeah, right. So uh, the most of our artistic ability comes from taking our own classes and um, we both don't actually really drink at all. So the reason why we got compelled to even open this business was, you know, a part of our tagline is paint, drink, have fun. And we really love the have fun part. So as you can probably, I hope you can see or tell or hear from uh, this interview is that Saral and I love to laugh and we love to have a good time and we enjoy life and what it has to offer. So anything that really pushes that platform and, you know, creates this euphoric experience for people to be reminded of what happiness is, then, you know, I'm totally for it. Just like, you know, you go bowling, not necessarily for the bowling, but you go because 
you get to do something with someone else and build that relationship and, you know, just enhance what there is to, um, have between those two people or the group of people. So that's why we love it. And Soral, you are a pharmacist by trade, but an entrepreneur by heart. Now, <laughs> so, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think I can get what that means because you, yeah. you're, you're working your way into, um, into your business and everything, but you always plan to learn about others' journeys and how you can incorporate it into your life. Tell us a little bit about that and how that works in your business and why that's making your business more successful by having that attitude. Um, you know, I think some of the best business ideas don't come necessarily from your own industry. I think they come from other people's industries that you kind of knock off and create as your own and you make it your own. And um, and sometimes those ideas can can really, like, help you take off in your business. And, and I'm always, I'm very interested in, you know, what people do after they've accumulated a lot of wealth. Like, you know, they have run a successful business and they, and they do, and, and they make this large monthly income more than they can spend. And then all of a sudden they have this large savings. What do they do afterwards? Like, how do they protect that and grow that? And, you know, um, I'm, I'm very much just like, uh, like the entrepreneur in me, I, you know, I, I feel, like I want to take ownership of things and I want to take ownership of that. I'm not always so comfortable, you know, here's my financial advisor guy. He's going to take care of my portfolio. I don't ever have to worry about it. But, you know, when things go south, I'm the one holding the bag. So um, I like to take ownership. And if, if it's a loss, then it's a loss in my term. And if it's a gain, then, you know, I know what I'm doing with that and why. And it's repeatable and replicable. Uh, I can reproduce it. So. So that's good. So ha- having that having that overview and, and learning about different things and applying it in your business makes sense for everybody. We can't we can't have double vision. So now you guys, there's there is um your daughter and Savina and she's six. Does she ever come into the uh, uh does she ever come into the studio and help people out or work with you guys or do anything? Just provide cuteness and upsell people? Yeah, we've thought about hiring her. As a cuteness party starter, uh, so she can get on our payroll and we can do some, you know, savings for her. Uh, but yeah, she's actually we have a kids camp, and so she's at the kids camp right now, painting in our studio with our staff. So she does love art. She loves to paint. She loves to sing and dance. She's a typical six year old, but she's got the compassion and generosity of a, like a wise old soul. She's very loving and endearing, and so you know, even when she's talking to our guests there. Excuse me. Even when she's talking to our guests there at Pino's Palette, she has the ability to make those people smile and, you know, like, oh, my gosh, your kid is so awesome. And I'm like, I know. Right. So she, you know, totally enhances the environment of what we're about when she's there. And I totally admire her for just being herself. And she's actually someone we look up to because she just lives with such freedom and lack of this feeling that she has to get it right. You know, she's just really authentic and genuine. So I'm glad that she brings that environment to our studio. And for our listeners, make sure you check with your CPA or other accounting professional because you can, in fact, do things like hire your kids, and I'm doing air quotes that nobody can see, and (laughs) and get their savings up. So do check with your accounting professional and see how you can do that and have a a cuteness ambassador there. So, But but do not have them drink while they're at the Pinot's Palette. No, that would be kids bad. Kids camp. That's her, bad. Her juice is a little bit different from the adult juice. <laughs> so now you you uh 
told us that you guys dated in college and while you started uh, Pino's Palette in 2012 and actually opened up in, in 2013, that you are, um, I love this, by the way, married, stuck for life, not going anywhere partners, um, <laughs> that you, you in fact uh, have been in business together since you've been married. So tell us a little bit about that, that even though you didn't open until three, four years later. Yeah. I'll let Saral take the reins on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like the, so, so it all kind of started with me about this entrepreneurial itch and uh, back when I was in college and uh, my, it was, my dad was investing in a lot of real estate and it was, you know, the lead up into the boom and things like that. And, um, and and I got my uh, real estate license to help him um, just kind of collect commission off of what he was doing, his investments. And and what I found was like, you know, he held on to some of the properties and then he retired and he was able to live off some of the income off the properties and I didn't have to help him so much when he retired. And I thought, well, what a great idea. Like what if what if I worked my original retirement plan was, what if I worked as a pharmacist and I bought a house every couple of years and I paid them off and what, what would that look like? And I started doing the math and calculations and, and then like I started getting into all this wealth management and, you know, uh, all the mindset books, you know, like uh, Think and Grow Rich and um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all kinds of books like that. And um, it really transformed the way that I was thinking about money and wealth and, and, um, and what we can do with it and have a lifestyle we want. And, um, so, so when we got married, I was like, I can't do this by myself. I need, I need her to get on board. And so, uh, that's how we've been kind of on bu- in business together is we'd, we'd, uh, we'd learn together and we'd, uh, we'd look at different projects that we could do. And, you know, was, Samantha's a professional belly dancer. So, um, we, we created a website for her at first it was to help her with gigs and, and get more people to uh, recognize her and kind of see her profile but you know later on we're like okay well what if we created as an online business too and so um where there's a lot of things that we've been doing together a lot of little projects and exploring our entrepreneurial bug and that's that's kind of where we've been in business since we since we've been in married uh, since we've been married is just learning together and growing together and, and trying different things and and pino's palette is one of the big fruitions of that and um and there's more to come Yes, what he said. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Exactly what he said. Whatever. Um, oh, that's cool. So, so you're a professional belly dancer. I always like go to the Renaissance Festival, and yeah. for everybody listening here, there, and everywhere, you know, you know, you guys have one near your home too. And like I, and I watch the belly dancers. I'm like, oh, the girls and I have got to get together and do a class, and then we never do. Um, <laughs> that's because they need to do belly dancing classes with wine, just like you're going to do the paint painting and wine, with wine. You got to do the belly dancing with the wine and, and put it all together. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the division of labor, labor at Pinot's palette. Uh, who does what, how was that decided? And you know, how do you check in with each other? So as you can imagine, when you are, you know, the head of your own business, it really doesn't stop at five o'clock. It just keeps going, going and going. And so one of the things we had agreed was when we need personal time versus business time, we're like, okay, we need to stop talking about business. You know, this can't envelop our life. It has to be 
um, harmonized in some way because there might not it might not look balanced, but we have to have some kind of harmony between talking about business and talking about us. Because if the business, um, you know, takes a different direction with a different owner or what whatever may have it, like I want to be able to talk to my husband afterwards about life and who we are as people. So that was definitely one of the ground rules that we had set was um, business is business and personal is personal. So be very clear on what the you know, the topic we'll be, we'll be talking about. So we know to look through that lens even. So if he tells me something, and I'll take it personally, because I know that he's speaking from his business mind, not husband mind. So uh, as far as the division of labor goes, I am pretty much management of operations. I overlook my artists and my studio manager, make sure that they have what they need in order to be successful in their position and really support them in getting that done. Um, I do a lot of the networking. Um, I'm the face of Pino's palette as far as goes in our community. And so that's a lot of where my standpoint is. And then Saral has really taken over the marketing aspect and um, building management and you know, the, the data driven side, the bookkeeping, um, accounting, where does the money go? You know, the budgeting, all that aspect. So he likes to be behind the scenes a little bit more and I'm more on the front line. And how do you guys, how do you guys check in with each other? How have you, how have you established a way of making sure that everything is getting done without stepping on each other's toes? That's a great question. So actually every week we have a one hour meeting and we check in with each other and we set goals and we update each other on what the other person is doing in order to make sure that we're both accountable. And if we're not being held accountable by each other, then we have to set up another level of accountability with um, another coach that coaches us. So that helps us keep each other in line just to make sure like, Hey, are you doing this? Yeah, I'm doing that. Okay. Then I'm not going to touch that. Or, Hey, are you doing this? Yeah. Okay. Well, I worked on a little bit too. Let me, you know, hand this over to you. Cause this is more your realm. So you can take over that, uh, that project completely. And a lot of the time it's just making sure the other person CC'd. We have like five minute conversations here and there, just double checking and then making it clear with our staff, who they should report to based on what the concern or the topic is that they want to address. So they know whenever it comes to building and bookkeeping and um, payroll, they would email Saral directly. They wouldn't even email me on it. So that helped a lot was to make it clear with our team who they report to depending on the topic they needed to cover, needed to cover. Well, that's, that's a really good framework to set everything up with because even if you're just CC'd on something, I know like if I'm CC'd on something, it goes in your brain, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, it, it like peck, peck, pecks there, even though, you know, Sorrel is going to handle it, you know, it goes into your brain and you're like, geez, oh, is he, okay, what does he do? Well, I, I have an opinion on, okay. And it just does that and it, blah, 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 in your brain. So that is a, <laughs> I, I love that. And listeners just stop as long as you're not driving. Stop, rewind, and, you know, listen to that again. It is a super way of setting everything up where the people who you're working with or working for you know who to report to. So important. Oh, thank you. And throughout this whole journey, because it's been a few years, it's been a number of years now for this whole journey, what has been your biggest business-related disagreement that you guys have had? And how did you work through it? Hmm. Biggest business. That's a good question. We can call it a fight if you like. 
<laughs> Ooh, make it juicy. Uh, <laughs> how many dishes were broken and who ended up with stitch? No, 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 no. How much paint was splattered? Wine bottles cracked. Um, how many shoes did I let the dog eat? No, just- <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think our biggest, um, you know, what comes to mind is sometimes where to put the money. Um, not necessarily an argument, but, you know, you only have so much coming in. How can we really optimize what's going out? And where do we put that that we think like he had several ideas. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we need to do it this way. And he's much more, I'm going to make a decision based on data. Um, I'm much more, I'm going to make a decision based on feeling. And so when those two didn't align, we're like, well, why would you do that? I want to do this. I think it's better. But he's like, but you can't track that. You can't, you know, how do you know you're getting the return on investment? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It just feels good. Or I want to help this person out, even though it wasn't the best business decision. I think that's where it um, really started to like, that's your opinion. That's my opinion. But we need to come to a common ground. Um, But we haven't had really any major blowups, actually, because we both kept in mind and not to sound like cliche, oh, we're, you know, lovey-dovey because we definitely have our moments. But I think the most important thing that we did our best to keep in mind was the common goal was how do we step in the right direction for the business to be successful. And so we just had different approaches of how we get there. So I think that's for me what the biggest one was. What do you think, yeah, Cyril? I, I second that. And just the differences of where where we'd like to reinvest. And, um, and so... Um, I think what you're saying is right. We, we definitely had in mind what the long term, like we both wanted the business to go well. I think at the same time for me, I always remembered that, you know, our relationship comes first. Um, you know, this business comes second. Uh, so I think the, one of the, when she mentioned, how do you keep things systemized and how do you touch base with each other? We also have a touch base on our personal life in which we have scheduled date nights and, um, and that helps to keep in mind that our relationship is number one and, um, and, and we don't get so entrapped by the day to day that we actually have set, set aside nights, um, where we just go out and we don't talk any business. Or if we do talk business, it's, Hey, I'm going to talk business for first half an hour and then we're done and then it's done. And, and for the rest of the night, we're just a couple hanging out and having fun. Yeah. Sorry we don't have anything bigger. <laughs> you know, I'm really disappointed in that. But when, <laughs> when when you do have these conversations, does it ever carry over into your personal life? Oh, all the time. All the time. Even my daughter tells us, you guys work so much. I want to play. I'm like, crap. You know, so um, it's over the past year, it's really become uh, a a really big goal to make sure that I honor my time at home with my family. And then I honor the time that I'm spending in the business. So when, you know, we're both working, we're working, we're not, Oh, well let's dilly dally and do this instead. And kind of, you know, procrastinate. And then when we're at home, we're like, no, we need to be present at home after she goes to bed and we both agree. Okay. Monday nights are work night. Then we can continue working. But it was, it's definitely still a struggle to make sure we're honoring that boundary, uh, both ways, you know? And that leads me into my next question is what are some of the joys that you experience being together 24 seven? He is hilarious and he just makes me laugh no matter what it is. And some of the stuff that he, that he says is so unexpected. And I'm like, 
wow, if I didn't know you, I think you were a jerk, but you're a hilarious jerk. (laughs) So, um, he, that's one of the, you know, to find a partner in business as well as, you know, my life companion, I find that to be a really huge blessing. And I'm very, very grateful for him because he is definitely the yin to my yang. Um, he knows way more stuff that I would never have known about. So it's just, I really admire him as a person and the fact that I can learn so much. So I find a lot of joy and education about my partner as well as my business. So, and, uh, for me, it's, it's, she, she is such a powerhouse. Like she becomes um, relentless when she's going after a goal and to kind of like watch her work, um, on it and kind of be involved and not, not just, you know, on an observational perspective, but actually like be involved in, and seeing her there and seeing her become who she is, it's it's quite like it makes it helps me fall in love with her over and over again. So it's pretty cool. Aww. Thanks, <laughs> Catherine, yeah. can we get an off from you too? Aww. <laughs> well, no, exactly what Samantha said is how I feel about you. You're 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 a lovable jerk. Mm. <laughs> geek. You're a lovable geek. And then and then you feel like, you know, you're lucky to have scored a woman any woman first first and foremost <laughs> and then you dive deeper and you feel that you're incredibly lucky to have scored me wow so um, so, so just wait, like they said i'm gonna so make an appointment for you said. i know a psychiatrist keep, keep going honey keep going right, so sorrel you touched on this earlier with uh your date night but what else do you do to separate your business time from your personal time um we have date nights we have designated days with our daughter um, we were actually thinking about implementing something where, uh, once a month, one of us actually spends the night, um, like at a hotel or something by themselves. And, um, and it's just like their time away, uh, from everything. And, um, and, and it's, it's just, you can do, you know, where you can relax, go get a massage. You can do, it's like a little mini vacation every month. And, uh, for well it'd be it'd be rotating so it'd be like every other month for 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 one person so um yeah we're we're thinking about a lot of things and that that's you know it's always on our mind as to what do we need to do to make sure that we're 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 first and vacations are part of it um and and just making sure that there's some boundaries definitely a huge part of it yeah i think the other thing too is we have a lot of uh, family in town and so we spend a lot of time with um our brothers and sisters and uh we keep family really close to our heart as well as distance wise so um my my parents bought this house across the street and two doors down we live with our brother and sister and we just love the dynamic that we have so there's a lot of late night conversations about fun and Game of Thrones, you know, and shows that we're watching and stuff. So that definitely helps you escape. Um, And the other thing that, you know, we like to do is we love to tease each other as much as, you know, we get stressed out. It's the pendulum swings the other way where we just tease, tease, tease. And, you know, his fire sloth ways uh, (laughs) come in and all these names, you know, start to come about. So we, we keep it playful and we keep it lighthearted because like he said, the really, our marriage comes first and so does our daughter. And then the business is second, third, you know, actually third because we're first and second. So Catherine, let me say this now. 
I am so glad you moved us 3,000 miles away from our families. I mean, granted, my sister lives here, but, you know, a couple times a month uh, to travel 45 miles to get a good free meal, I can deal with that. Yeah. Uh, No. No. I I couldn't even imagine. But, yeah, that's why we moved. Get away from everybody. It's not that we don't love them. It's that we'd like to keep loving them. (laughs) Right. It's one step in the right direction towards a relationship. I totally get it. Are there any particular books that either of you have read that have really helped your your business entrepreneurial career and journey that you'd like to let our listeners know about? Yes. Oh my God. There's so many. So um, I'll start with my my uh, book list. One was uh, Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. We call it the Book of Ecker because it was so pivotal and really establishing your money thermometer and making sure that you know, do you have the mindset to be who you want to be? Um, you know, and really it's such an individualized experience. So that was really a really good book. And, uh, you know, not too long ago, we came across Brene Brown and she has a Ted talk about vulnerability. We love Ted talks. She's a shame and vulnerability researcher and her two books have been an amazing part of my life personally and professionally. And her books are called Daring Greatly and The Gifts of Imperfection. And she does have, um, you know, books other than that. But those are the two that I have read that have just made me, you know, be okay with what I had stated earlier about asking for help, you know, and there's no shame in that. And I'm not a failure. I may have failed, but I'm not a failure. So that distinction alone has made me be okay to take, you know, bigger risks and being okay to step out of the box and the choices that we make regarding the business. So what about you, Cyril? Uh, I mentioned a few before, like they, they were pivotal in like laying the groundwork for, um, just being able to think the, at, at that level of, um, of not, you know, cause, cause I, I always grew up, you know, you have a nine to five and, um, and you make good money and you try to move up the chain and, and, um, and you take care of family and that's, that's the definition of a good life. And I didn't even know about this whole realm of entrepreneurship until later on in life. And so those, um, like the, the think and grow rich and, um, a rich dad, poor dad, definitely, uh, you know, like foundationals, um, you know, more recently, I know this is a little older, uh, but four hour work week was also a really good one and helped me like not it helped me get out of that mindset of I need to do everything myself, um, and that that there and that kind of opened up the mind, uh, opened up my mind to there's a whole host of resources out there, and and they're not as expensive as you think, and they're not as worthless as you think. They sometimes they do jobs way better than you, and so <laughs> and cheaper than you, and so it's it's and so that was definitely a huge pivotal point of um, of business for me was reading that book. Uh, and, uh, there's so much more, can't even think of them right now, but yeah, there's a lot of books going on. I I think our listeners have a good idea. There's a whole theme going there and it's Mm -hmm. all, it's all self-improvement. It's great. I love, I love those books. So if you could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? So the first thing that pops in my head is be happy and not do what you think it takes to get happiness or pursuing it, but just really being happy, being comfortable in your own skin, being authentic to you. And honestly, it's to the level where you just don't give a crap about what other people think because you have to love yourself first. 
And I think if you're truly happy with who you are and, you know, your thought process and the values that you appreciate about yourself, everything else will fall in place. That's some great advice. And I think uh, Catherine and I live by that one as well, because we are almost always happy, except when I'm a real jerk, then she's not happy. (laughs) (laughs) When you're a mild jerk, it's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm always a mild jerk. I mean, come on. It's it's it it is rare. It is rare. <laughs> so um, you guys are cute. Yeah, and, and so are you. For, for for me, it would be, um, you know, have be very clear about what you want. Um, be like know know what you want in all parts of your life, and not just um, you know, like I want to earn this much money this month and. It's not only that, but know, you know, what you want for your family, how you want your relationships to look like, how, if, if you do want a business that has employees, how do you want that culture to look like? Do you want them to be happy to go to work? Do you want yourself to be happy with those employees? Are those employees people that you want to go out with after work and hang out with and stuff like that? So just be very clear with all the little nuances and details and, and know what you want so that it's not left up to chance. Um, some things are, uh, but but if if you can help it, then you're very clear with it. A lot of most nine times out of ten, they they come to fruition. So that's right, and you need to you need to know where you're going in order to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. great stuff about your about your business, Pinot's Palette, and how you guys got to where you're going. And now let's get into a little bit more fun. Although we have been having fun, we always do. <laughs> Tell us what is your favorite meal to cook together. Or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Ooh, so much food choices. Oh, man. We eat so much. We do eat so much. (laughs) Um, Gosh, you know what's funny? We don't cook together often. It's usually one or the other cooking. However, my favorite meal to eat with with Sorol is – our fatty meals. Like when we go out, we just totally gluttonous. Don't give a poop about like how it affects our bodies in any way. <laughs> it's usually a burger place. We have this place in Phoenix called the stand delicious. And then we go and get some donuts from this one particular place. And it's just on this fatty trip. Oh my God. It's, we just laugh as we <laughs> stuff our face with like horrible foods that increase our cholesterol and uh, diabetes, like, um, percentage, so, you know, possibility. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things. And, and what's the, what's the donut place? Let's give them a plug too. the stand oh, for burgers. Yeah. Bosa, Bosa donuts. donuts. Oh, Bosa oh. donuts. Yeah. Yes. They're delicious. Been there. Mm. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> All right. So now I, I got to tell you when I read your bio, you disappointed me a little bit. Yeah. So you own Pinot's palette and then you say, and, and, you know, the palette part, that's fine. You know, we're, we're all artists in our own way and we all have talents in our own way, but the Pinot's part and the, <laughs> well, we really don't drink part. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Cause I'm sitting here thinking, you know, okay, let's get our friends together. And when we, can we put this on the calendar to go there and who's going to bring what alcohol so we can really get rip roaring. But I'm going to ask the question anyway. Yeah. Red, white, or beer? Ooh, no beer. Um, hmm. I think, I think white. 
So you're a white wine drinker and summertime is best for you because you can chill that white wine. Yes. However, I do love, um, I'm a sweet wine drinker, so I like red wines. Uh, I think Stella Rose has one out that's really, really tasty. So, Cool. Yeah. And Sorrel? You know, I will have to abstain from this question because I have not drank since I experimented with alcohol in college. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that landed 18, you a wife. 18 years old. So I can't, I, I don't know uh, what I would like. <laughs> I'll drink for him when I do drink. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So let's go ahead and take a break and, uh, and take a listen to our sponsors. Thank them for, you know, giving them some love. And then we'll come back with our pet peeve. Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. And Catherine, those sponsors, the announcers in those ads, didn't they sound great? You know, I... It's us, and so one of these days. Really, we'll... I sound that good? No, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. So we'll get we'll get somebody else to do the voiceover. Let's talk about the day. pet peeve of the day. It, it's a good one. It's a good one. We met, <laughs> uh, Samantha mentioned it earlier. Fire sloth. Samantha, where does fire sloth come from? <laughs> Tell us about your pet peeve. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so when Saral is on the couch, he's, he's pretty much, he's going to stay there for a while. And I'm in the kitchen trying to get stuff done. And I'm like, Saral, 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 Saral. And like, literally this is how it sounds in our house. And my brother and sister are like driving nuts because they're like, Oh my God, answer her. And so he just stays there. And he's just like, after about four or five calls, did you call my name? And so like, (laughs) he doesn't move. He just sits in one spot and just like, melts into the couch so that he's one with it and so, so he's it's so now s- known that my spirit animal is fire sloth because he's so <laughs> slow in responding he's like yeah. i love you to death babe but yeah. like lazy slow i'm like let's go 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 life moves forward and he's like life moves forward at this pace <laughs> you know and so i'm like oh my god you're killing me so um the fire comes in because when he is passionate about something, he'll move a little bit faster, but it's still at his sloth-like pace. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. I love it. So, guys, Samantha Bordelin Karim, Soral Karim, thank you so much for being on our show. It's Pino's Palette, and for our listeners here in Phoenix, it's on Tatum and Shea. All the details will be on the show notes page. 
We appreciate you coming on so much. And uh, for everybody else, we will see you next time. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.